0: Are you selling your medical devices in the UK? And because of Brexit, you need a UK responsible person by January 1st, 2021? Okay, then you should contact me now by email at info at Info at easymedicaldevice.com. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I will share with you my experience and one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Alazuzzi from EasyMedicalDevice.com and today we will perform the November update. So what happened in November and what will happen next. So uh, first we will go through some hot topics. uh, Then we'll go through the situation for Notified Bodies, uh, the new guidances that were released, not a lot, uh, and what happened at Easy Medical Device. So let's start. Okay, first, I ask you a question. So, how many days remains before uh, the UMDR date of application? Do you know? No? So, let's hear about that.
1: So, Monir, we're down to T-171. This
0: countdown is sponsored by Raka. Okay, thank you, Michelle, for that. So, Michelle from Lindraka, so she's uh, helping us to understand what is the countdown for uh, the data fabrication, and it's really great, so thank you for that. Um, Next topic is about the Udamed um, actor module. So, as you may know, uh, Udamed actor module is live since December 1st, uh, so since now. Uh, So, if you want, you can uh, register your company. So, manufacturer, um, authorized representative, uh, importer, or system and procedure pack provider uh, inside the platform, uh, it's voluntary, so it's not obligatory, but it's not mandatory, but it's voluntary, but I advise you to do it. So it's what I have decided to do with uh, L.M. Hein. So L.M. Hein is uh, the president of Team PRC, but she's also uh, the PRRC at, uh, at an authorized representative, which is called S4M Europe. Uh, so um, we decided to look at uh, the if it's easy or not to register in this CW database and we made a video that that will be released uh, in the f- in few days now, but uh, spoiler alert!
1: Yeah, congratulations.
0: Yes, uh, we made it, but it was really difficult. One thing that was really difficult, is really the beginning. We spent a few minutes or yeah, 10, 20 minutes just to um, uh, uh, create the account because of the one thing which was uh, which was the, the CAPTCHA. You, can, you know, the CAPTCHA is the the small letters that are this form, if I can say that, uh, are used for avoiding a robot to read that. Uh, so there was really a big story on that. So you will see that on the video. Uh, but for the rest, it was, uh, it was not so difficult. Uh, Uh, it was really uh, taking not not a lot of time. So you can look at that on on the video with, uh, with LMIN. Next topic. Um, there is a new tool uh, that was released by uh, Cunic. Uh, so the Cunic group released uh, the Quality Engine. Uh, so this is a, a tool that um, all manufacturers, all medical device manufacturers or service providers can use uh, to find um, somebody to help them in, for example, a, a laboratory, an importer, an authorized representative, a consultant, or whatever. Uh, so they have decided to create this tool to list this because when you are trying to make this research on Google, it's really difficult. But let's listen to Angelina Hakim who is explaining to us what is this tool okay angelina so what is quality engine
1: quality engine is a unique platform right now for uh, our industry uh, where we will have a lot of service provider and uh, where the users have now an easy access to find these uh, service provider
0: and um, how did come this idea uh, to create this, this platform?
1: Um, honestly, we have already challenged this uh, um, experience by ourselves by uh, finding the right service provider for our um, clients. For example, we got the request, can you please uh, help us uh, to find the right uh, offer representative present it? Or the right notified body. All we need is translation company. So the, the challenge is there. You are, you have Google and then you start searching and it's a never end story. And if you have luck within the 10 uh, listings, you will find them the right one, but you have to click each website by website to see if that uh, uh, service provider is the right one. So that was the reason uh, why we have uh, sit together, Basi and myself, and we said, okay, um, there is this demand and it's a big challenge. Let's make it easy and make it possible for all the stakeholders to find the right service provider.
0: So, yeah, we like uh, at Easy Medical Device things that get easy, so <laughs> great. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. So what will be the benefits for the users of uh, Quality Engine? So uh, there is two (laughs) types of users, the one that will be using the platform and the one that will be registering to the platform.
1: Exactly, so we have different perspectives. The the first one is, of course, from the user perspective. So when you, as a legal manufacturer, for example, you look for a service provider. Uh, By the way, that platform does not have only service providers, it has as well, Um, tenders, and that's interesting as well for manufacturers who are directly distributing. So if you are looking for a service provider, you have the access completely for free to go in, like the yellow pages that most of the people know in Germany, especially in Switzerland, where you can then find all the service providers on, on one page. By setting the right filters, they will find then the right one and contact them directly. So that's the perspective from the user. From the service provider uh, perspective, you have them to uh, the possibility to be uh, visible directly. So even if you are not listed in the Google rank in the under the top 10, for example, that is possible then uh, to be displayed there.
0: OK, Angelina, so what kind of service provider can register on your platform?
1: This uh, platform is not limited to regions, so uh, if you are in China or Switzerland or in Europe, uh, it doesn't matter. As long as you are a uh, legal entity and you are an official service provider, which we will, by the way, verify as well according to your information, then you are welcome to register. So our goal is to have international service providers on this platform not just one uh, country by country.
0: So are we talking about uh, what kind of, uh, so we are talking about authorized representatives, uh, what else?
1: We have authorized representatives, we have notified bodies, translation, packaging, consultants, of course, um, and many more. And plus, as I said, you have the possibility to have a look into the tenders that are available and uh, as well open and request. For example, if you are searching for a consulting uh, uh, person who um, should provide you for a short term and a limited budget service, you can list it there.
0: Okay, thank you uh, Angina. So, don't hesitate to go to uh, the, the quality engine. So, I will put the link on the show notes. So, don't hesitate to go to, to look at that. The next topic is uh, the famous famous date, if I can say. So do you know that by 1st of January 2021, the UK will not be anymore uh, in the European Union. So it will be the Brexit. Uh, So what will happen to to those manufacturers that were selling their products to the UK? There will be still a a grace period for them to register their products within the MHRA. But there is something that they have to do is to uh, define a UK responsible person. And uh, I have a good news. So, Easy Medical Device decided to open an office in the UK just to help its manufacturer to uh, be represented in the UK. Uh, So, um, let's call the managing director. So, Anindya Mukejera, regarding this and to see how it is going there. Hi, welcome to
2: Easy Medical Device uh, United Kingdom. This is Anindya um how may I help you hi it's Munir oh this is Munir oh hi buddy how are you doing good long time oh Munir uh just just give me a second okay. there's a call hi welcome to easy medical device UK this is Ananya. yeah we can certainly help you in getting the UK CA certification yeah I'm the UK responsible person yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, you can visit our website www.easymedicaldevice.com com and you can find all the details. Thank you so much. Bye. Cheers. Sorry, Munir. It no was, problem. It was uh, you know, it's just a busy day. Yeah. Yeah. So how how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Oh. Just wanted to. Uh, Sorry, Money, okay. Just just one second. Hi, welcome to Easy Medical Device UK. This is Anandya. How can I help you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have received the mail. Uh, do you like our proposal for the responsible person? Okay. Yeah. Okay. that's That that makes us happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can start it right from tomorrow. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Welcome to Easy Medical Device. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, you know, this... Uh, uh, everything is keeping me very yeah. busy, you know, listen, this UKCA. Uh, and so, so how are you, listen. Munir? You know, I've, uh, yeah, I really wanted to talk to you about all the progress. Yeah, of, listen. Munir, just a second. Hi, welcome to Easy Medical Device UK. This is Anandia. Oh, hi, Jeff. Yeah, hi. Uh, j- just a second. I'm i I'm on the other line with Munir. So, uh, yeah, Just just give me 10 seconds. Yeah, thank you. Only this important customer for this medical device. I think it's going to take a little more time. Can I give you a call back? Okay. I hope you don't mind. Okay, no problem. It's a
0: busy day, mate. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye okay so sorry <laughs> apparently he's really busy so let's let's leave him alone and we'll maybe make another podcast episode where we'll talk about um, about uh, this activity but don't hesitate uh, to contact us at info at easy if you have any need of a UK responsible person um, and be quick because yeah you have to do that before January 1st 2021 so uh, it's really important for you to have uh, to have this person available and this person will be also in charge of registering your products within the MHRA uh, so it's also something important so um, yeah let's talk about that maybe in another episode of the of the podcast. Okay, team NB issued a position paper. I don't know if you have seen that. So team NB issued a position paper related to the in vitro diagnostic regulation date of application. So you know that the date of application of the in vitro diagnostic regulation is, uh, or the IVDR is um, in May 26 2022. Um, but apparently there is a lot of issues. So uh, what uh, the, this position paper is pointing is the fact that uh, this IVDR is providing a new uh, classification mode, uh, new conformity assessment required. Uh, So this makes, if I can say the life of uh, manufacturers a bit more difficult. Uh, There is also the fact that more manufacturers will need that, but there is not enough notified bodies. Um, So there is also something related to COVID-19, the fact that COVID-19 was not really helping a lot also. So they are making some proposals. So it's really uh, something interesting. And I will just read you the proposal that uh, they are making. So there is the, the the thing saying that the notified body will accept uh, to perform the um, to this date of application uh, if, by end of December, so this December, so in 20 days mainly, um, the tools necessary to perform the conformity assessment are available. Those tools are the common specification published, the EURL progressing according to plan, the expert panel is in place, the MDCG guidance documents are available, and also that 50% of the current 22 notified bodies are designated under IVDR. Currently, we have only five, maybe four because of Brexit soon. So they want that. Or there is a second option. It's good, they are giving some options to the EU commission. Um, The second option is enlargement of the grace period uh, to include the class B and class A sterile devices and postponement of the date of application, um, which is um, also something that is a bit fair because uh, it was accepted for MDR, but not for IVDR. And IVDR companies are also impacted by this uh, COVID-19. So it's something that is important. So you have two options. Which one do you think uh, will be feasible? I mean, by end of this year, having all the things like common specification, um, notified bodies designated is not really possible. The only possibility is the second one, but uh, let's see what the EU commission will, uh, will decide to go. But if you want to read this, um, this position paper, don't hesitate to uh, go to the show notes. I will put the link there and you can read it completely. I just made here a summary of uh, what, is, what is mentioned inside. Okay, we decided uh, for this episode to make also a section related to jobs that are available. And I just asked some of the agencies that I know about some of the jobs that they have, uh, and I got some answers. So uh, for EU, uh, we have the LMED uh, that is proposing three hot jobs. So the first one is a regulatory specialist. So three roles uh, as a regulatory specialist for a world leading manufacturer in Belgium. Uh, So it's a a great role which is uh, with uh, um, IVD uh, product portfolio. No IVD knowledge um, experience needed. Uh, so yeah, they will consider some regulatory specialist that want to transition from maybe medical device to in vitro diagnostics. So uh, so I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good job, if I can say, if you want really to move from one to the other also. Uh, they are also proposing a job of a regulatory director um, with experience in implantable devices uh, for consultancy in Germany. Uh, the work is from home, so it's not like uh, office-based. And this role. Will be used for mainly uh, focus on business development and also being the face for uh, the company uh, in conferences. And the third one uh, for Element is the PRR, uh, PRRC position located in the Netherlands uh, for a company that doesn't really care about hierarchical structure. Um, fluent Deutsch. Deutsch. Free and Dutch needed. So this is also something that uh, can be uh, can be important to, to, uh, to understand. So this positions are offered by Elemed. Uh, so don't hesitate to contact Elemed. I will put also the links on the show notes. You can go there. Uh, I think it's really great position if you are really interested. If you are specifically focused on uh, in Germany, uh, there is life science people that are offering two positions. So there is the deputy head of quality and regulatory affairs for an orthopedic company that is located in, in Berlin, in Germany. And there is also um, a position as a lead auditor uh, in uh, Munich, uh, in Germany also. So I will also put the, 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 the information where you can contact, uh, we can contact life science people uh, so that you can also apply for, for those positions. Okay, just a second. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, I'm covering just Europe. <laughs> but we just received a call from uh, from uh, Mitch Robbins from the US. So, Mitch, apparently you have some positions or you want maybe to tell us something? It's Mitch Robbins, founder and managing director here at the
3: Anthony Michael Group, where we help professionals in the medical device, digital health, and diagnostic space to enhance their careers across the US. Uh, we focus primarily on the technical side of the business. so. Anything related to uh, regulatory and quality, we do a lot of work there. Uh, We work in other functions like engineering, R&D, manufacturing, and operations as well. Uh, Thankfully, we are working on a variety of opportunities, uh, most of them offering the remote flexibility that you're looking for, uh, and most of the opportunities are scattered right now across the US. So today, I'll highlight two regulatory affairs opportunities. Uh, The first one is a Senior Director of Regulatory Affairs Advertising and Promotions. position that's going to work with a VP of regulatory affairs who really has been a staple uh, at the company almost since inception over a decade ago. This person will have the opportunity to build out really the infrastructure for regulatory ad promo, mentoring the junior marketing staff, helping them understand what is and isn't possible from a marketing standpoint, but still remaining uh, compliant, um, building all the policies and procedures, and really uh, working, like I said, hand-in-hand hand with the VP of regulatory and the uh, marketing executives. Um, the second position is a regulatory affairs manager for a class three combination drug device product. Uh, this person will be responsible for managing the primary commercial line uh, of the company's business and being the primary liaison to the FDA. Um, so. Uh, with that position, we have worked with that company for many years. We've placed many people with the business and all of the people that we've placed are still there and continue to rave about the company's culture. Both opportunities offer the remote flexibility. And so if you're interested in learning more details about these positions or the many others that we're working on, please do contact me, Mitch, at theanthonymichaelgroup.com or 720-961-1801. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Okay, great. So thank you, Mitch, for that. So yeah, here are also some positions uh, from Mitch Robbins uh, in the U.S. Uh, if you are really looking for for some U.S. Uh, U.S. positions. Okay, next topic is celebration. So uh, yeah, I don't know if you know, but uh, uh, Topra um, the Topra announced that uh, we uh, as Easy Medical Device um, were winning, if I can say, the Top Pro Awards for the section communication. So this is really a great honor for me. So, um, yeah, it was really a surprise. I'm, I made that also with my, my family. So we watched all the, the celebration, the video with my family, because it's not something that you can do live. It was virtual uh, due to the COVID, uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, but I would be, I would have been really happy to be there and to receive the prize. Uh, I didn't receive the prize. I should receive that by um, by mail. So waiting for it. And as soon as I have that, I will just make a, a small picture with it and and send that to you. So it was really a great honor for me uh, to receive that. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I hope also an honor for you because I couldn't have done. Uh, I couldn't have celebrated that without you. If you were not here listening, if you were not also participating to the podcast, it would have not worked at all. Um, so let's remember or recall this moment when they announced uh, the the winner. Thank you, Charles.
3: It's an absolute honor to be invited by Topra to present this award as good communication is at the heart of innovation and successful project delivery. So without further ado, I'm delighted to be able to announce that this year winner is Monir el Azuzi for the Easy Medical Device podcast, which has been doing a fantastic job in terms of raising awareness and the profile of the medical device industry. Congratulations, Monir.
0: Okay. So thank you again to Topra for, uh, for this award. Uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, I hope, uh, yeah, we'll have uh, more and more episodes uh, on this podcast that can also help more people uh, to get understanding of the, the regulation for medical devices. Okay, our next topic now is the events that uh, Easy Medical Device participated to. So mainly, we have the first event, which is a MECOMED event, which is a trade association in the Middle East, uh, where uh, we have made a, a presentation of the uh, uh, an introduction to EUMDR, which was really well, uh, well, uh, well appreciated by the, by the people. And so I think it's really important also for people all over the world to have a great understanding of the UMDR. Uh, there is also the LMED mentorship. So I participated to the LMED mentorship where um, I was with Stefan Boleininger, with Michel Lot, where we talked about our entrepreneurship journey. Uh, so what was good, what was bad, maybe what uh, what was a, a great thing. So yeah, if you are not part of the mentorship from LMED, so I think it's a, it's a great program where you can also understand a better about um, about those roles, entrepreneurs and regulatory and quality also. So uh, you have also great mentors that will help you uh, That and the last event will happen tomorrow. So, if you are listening to that um, today, Monday, uh, December uh, 7th, uh, so then it will be tomorrow, December 8th, uh, where we will talk specifically about uh, the, the Brexit. Swixit uh, and Turexit. So it is the Greenlight Guru, uh, Greenlight Guru uh, Summit event. So uh, where we'll have a lot of people discussing about elements from quality and regulatory affairs, but specifically also about uh, this uh, this situation with the Brexit, Swixit uh, and Turexit So, don't hesitate to register and to be there tomorrow to uh, to listen to my presentation. Next point, training. So you should get trend, trend on EUMDR. So EUMDR is really an important thing to understand. I'm still surprised that by now there is a lot of people that don't, don't really understand it. Um, so it's something that you should get trend. And we have, we are proposing the green belt certification program for that. So I have this week a session uh, where I will go through um, with the, the participants. Uh, I will have another session in January. So the week of January 25th. So if you want to register, go now. To easymedicaldevice.com uh, on the on the section course and you can see the the course and also um, there will be the new dates for uh, 2021 that will be released um, yeah step by step I can say so you can go just on the website to see those dates uh, if you are if you're interested but if it's not with me it's go with anybody else get trained on EUMDR, understand how it's working so that at the end, you can really help your company to place compliant medical devices on the market. So uh, this is really my recommendation. So don't hesitate to to do that. Okay, so uh, now let's go to the notified body situation. This is a topic that is a recurring topic on the the updates that I'm doing with my podcast. So um, normally it's a hot topic, but yeah, as I said, it's really a recurring topic that we are talking about uh, each time. What is the situation for notified bodies? So the EU Commission released its, um, its plan, so its, uh, its um, status for notified bodies, and it says specifically that uh, 48 notified bodies applied for MDR and 15 for IVDR. And actually 18 are designated for MDR. You see 17, but there was one announced today and I will, I will mention that to you. Uh, and five for IVDR. Um, so, but after Brexit, it will be one less because um, BSI UK uh, will not be anymore considered as an EU notified body. Um, then we have um, in November, what, how many notified bodies were uh, were designated. So we had only one, which is TÜV uh, Rhineland for IVDR. So it was uh, announced in November. So it means that we have, as I've said, five notified bodies now for uh, IVDR, uh, but one less because of uh, BSI UK. So we are really far from the, 10, 11 that uh, the, EU, uh, the team NB wants to have uh, for accepting the IVDR date of application. And we have just an announcement today that um, a new notified body was um, designated for MDR and the notified body is UDEM Adriatic. So UDEM Adriatic was just announced today, so it makes it 18 notified bodies for MDR. Uh, So congratulations to UDEM Adriatic for for being the the 18th notified body. Again, by end of this month, so by January 1st, uh, it will be 17 again because BSI UK will be uh, removed from, from the list. So it's still not a lot. I remember that last year um, at this date, we were expecting 20 Notified Bodies already, uh, but I don't know if they were mentioning 20 in MDR plus IVDR, but actually uh, we have uh, only uh, 17 for MDR, which is not really uh, really a lot. Uh, so we are expecting more to come. If you um, are really interested, I put all the links on the show notes so you can go and look at the list on the Nando database, the list of Notified Bodies, and also to look at the specific product that Udem uh, can, can also... Um, can also certify for for you. So maybe you can call them. So just a clarification, Udem Adriatic is located in Croatia. Okay, let's go next now to the uh, guidance. So uh, guidance uh, that are released. Um, there is first the agenda of the MDCG that was published. So here it is. Strange, they are starting from February. So maybe there is nothing in January, maybe because of, um, uh, of uh, the, the beginning of the year, there is not, not a lot of activities. But yeah, there is dates starting from, from February for the MDCG uh, group. Um, and actually in November, there was only one. MDCG guidance that was issued and specifically for IVDR. But to be honest, it's really a great guidance. What I from what I read for, for the moment it's the MDCG 2020-16, um, uh, which is the classification for IVDR. It's a guidance that helps you to classify your products. It gives you all the rules plus all the type of products, some examples of products for each of the rules, some exceptions, etc. etc. So it gives you really a great guidance for you how to classify. Uh, your medical devices, which is something that you have really to, to look at. Uh, it looks really like the MedDev that was created for um, for medical device uh, products, so uh, 19342 EC. Uh, so now it's the same for IVDR. So I think maybe they use the same the same way to, to create that. So uh, great to have that. So it's 48 pages with a lot of examples. So I really recommend you, if you are in the IVDR field, to read that. So to confirm maybe that your product is really classified correctly. But there is no other guidance that were issued for the moment. So uh, yeah, there is still a lot that that are missing before we can really apply uh, all the the rules of the UMDR. But yeah, we are expecting them to to be released um, by beginning of next year, I hope. Last point. Podcast episode. So uh, we had uh, our uh, episode 100 that uh, happened, and it was really a great, a great episode where uh, I had the, the testimonials from uh, from five people. So we had Eric Volbrecht, Basile Acroix, Martin Witte, uh, Stefan Bolaninger, and Richard Julian, who helped us to understand their journey during the last two years. And it was really a great, a great uh, podcast where you can learn a lot of things about uh, the, the the journey of those, of those influencers also, uh, and to understand also that it's not really easy, uh, this, uh, there is a lot of things to overcome. Uh, there is a lot of surprises like <laughs> coronavirus, so the COVID-19, uh, but yeah, we can make it uh, at the end. Next episode was with uh, Stefan Bollinger, so episode 101, where we talked about common specification. This is, was really a topic, interesting topic, because uh, we don't have really a great understanding of common specification, what it is, how to apply them, um, is there already some common specification published? It's Spoiler alert, yes. Uh, so um, you, have, you have really to, to listen to this episode with uh, Stefan Bollinger, which is explaining correctly uh, what are common specifications and how to use them also. Um, then we had Basil Accra, who helped us to understand what are the expert panels. So you know that for class 2B that are um, injecting or removing a medicinal products uh, and class 3 products you need to involve an expert panel uh, which is reviewing your clinical evaluation uh, reports. So um, Bassi, Dr. Basil just explained to us what it is, how it is created, who is recruiting those people, um, when we need them, when we don't need them, etc. So, et cetera. So if, you are, uh, if your products should go through an expert panel, this is the episode you have to listen to just to understand what, what will be the journey of your products in all this administrative, um, administrative uh, pathway. Next was uh, a great team. So we had the Soft Medica team. Uh, so Medica is a, a, an importer distributor of medical devices uh, located in, in Romania. And they participated to my green belt certification and the idea was here to understand what they had applied after m- doing this training, what was the, the good thing for them and how uh, this helped them also to be more compliant to the UMDR and to serve more correctly their customers. So this is mainly the objective of this, um, of this episode. So if you want to hear about um, how a training can help you to apply the right things for your business, then this is the one you have to look at. And last uh, last episode, so uh, last week, we had uh, uh, a notified body, so NSAI with Caroline Dore Geragti, uh, which is the director of medical devices at NSAI, so a notified body. And she helped us to understand how notified bodies are accredited, what is this journey, just to understand that it's not easy for them also. It's not something that uh, you may think, oh, it's, it's easy to be a notified body, why it takes so long, etc., etc. It's the same nearly as a medical device manufacturer. It takes so long because they have a full review to do of the notified body of their quality management system. They also receive non-conformances, so I don't know if you are aware, but notified bodies are also receiving non-conformances, Kappa, they have to open a Kappa also. So you can understand that closing a Kappa can take also some time, so it's really something that, uh, that can be important. Uh, so, so when you, you, you see a notified body giving you a Kappa, don't think that they don't know what it is to work on a Kappa, they know what it is, and it's really a problem also for them. Okay. So um, it's all for today. So we have covered all what happened in uh, November and what will happen in December also. Um, next year, so it will be uh, January 2021, we'll make a review of uh, the December uh, December updates and see if something new happened uh, since then. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast, so don't hesitate to go to your podcast provider and just to provide a review. Please just make a comment to say that you like this episode or you like the podcast. It's It's not to make it just for me it's just to make it also for people that are looking for podcasts that can help them so it can really help them also to find the the medical device made easy podcast and if you are looking at that on the youtube channel so don't hesitate also to put a a like and also some comments if you have and i will try to answer to them okay so it was really a pleasure for me to present you this uh, november update and i wish you a nice day